Hello and welcome to the Wad Fam Chalk Pod. I'm Dylan Weaver. And I'm Andrew Sabo. And uh, I was going to say we're joined this week, but we're not. No, That's we're not, not the way this works. <laughs> um, but we're going to talk about an episode this week, and it's uh, 276, which is third degree. Oh boy, my favorite type of burn. <laughs> yeah, is third degree anything other than a burn? What do you... Uh... Like, what is the third degree in this episode? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really trying to think of, like, all the different vernacular ways that... Because last episode we didn't talk about, but yeah. was second thoughts. Mm. And I also am not sure what the second thoughts were. Yeah, I... I feel like this episode was more second thoughts than anything. Correct. Correct. So this episode is called Third Degree, and I don't... Bernard bur- murders somebody and is going to prison. Did the... Do the degrees of murders go up that high? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so right. third degree murder is a thing? Yes. Because I know there's like first degree and second degree, and I thought it just became manslaughter after that. Oh, maybe it does just become manslaughter. I can't say that. I, I kind of think, think it's like first degree, degree murder is there's like intent to murder. Second degree murder is intent to harm, yeah. and manslaughter is no intent, no ill intent. Yeah, but you did kill somebody. Correct. <laughs> Vehicular manslaughter. Right, Gotta but love so it. so that's that's where I'm like, why why is this? Mm-hmm. No, well, yeah, what what is the third degree here? Right, uh, maybe it has to do with the amount of education that Eugene's new friends have received. Like maybe right. they Eugene's all have their doctorates. Gonna get his third degree, <laughs> a man who does not have his first degree, <laughs> unless you count high school. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so this is, uh, it's an, it's another episode in our road trip saga. Mm -hmm. This is an episode that originally aired August 6th of 1994. Um, it's written by Marshall Younger, directed by Paul McCusker. Um, we're still early in Marshall Younger's tenure as an Odyssey writer. This is like maybe his like seventh or eighth episode. I don't believe he's directed one yet. That's crazy. Um, so he's he's more or less just functioning as a writer as he mm-hmm. gets in. But yeah, yeah. So it and last in the last episode was also Marshall Younger, and I feel like we can maybe cut a little bit of slack to be like, okay, he's new to the job. He does yeah. wind up becoming pretty good. I don't think this episode is like bad, but like we can we can we'll get into it. Talk about <laughs> about some of the the interesting components of it. Um, there are several. <laughs> I didn't listen to this episode three times because I was just absolutely head over heels about it. No, you listened to it three times because you wanted to stay on theme as it is third degree. Exactly. <laughs> the next one you will listen to four times. Mm. Is, what's the next one titled? It Wait. happened at four corners. Oh, perfect. <laughs> Dylan, you killed it. I was going to say, uh, oh. stay tuned to the end of the episode and find out. Oh, oh Andrew, <laughs> I okay. did kill it. It's okay. At we... the end of the episode now, we can say, you already know what we're covering <laughs> and just end it there. Love that. I love that. Ugh. We'll see if I still remember that joke in an hour. Um, Give or take. <laughs> you know, these, these episodes aren't a set length. By no means. Um. <laughs> if you didn't pick up on that Jack Squad, yeah, I think it's <laughs> five years very, <laughs> very apparent. Um, the other thing we have a bunch of guest voices in this episode. Mm-hmm. The no one of like super note. Um, probably our most notable person is uh, Bryant Jennings, 
the is the character he's being played by gary reed here mm. um gary reed is not like an actor of note but is an odyssey performer of note in that he played um jeff lewis who was Connie, the first yes, guy yes, who Jeff, Connie yeah. was interested in. Mm-hmm. He also played Brandon Teller, who is the, um, is he the sister? Sorry, he's the brother. Is he the brother to Monica? Well, there's, or the brother to, he's the brother to Mitch's girlfriend who was killed? Yes! I thought his voice sounded familiar. Wow! I was Way like, what, 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 what is Thanks, his name? Thanks, Wiki. <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyways, that, uh, yeah, that, that puts him in, in, in two episodes for, 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 or that we have covered. Mm-hmm. Um, or I guess we haven't covered the Jeff Lewis one, but this, this is number two that we have covered of his episodes. That's what I meant to say the whole time. Um, we also have uh, Elizabeth, who's like the annoying girl, mm-hmm. who's a part of this group that Eugene's, Eugene's hanging out with a bunch of intellectuals. Yeah. So, so Bryant's one of those the main one elizabeth is one um she's voiced by Marilee brash who is an actress who's like done some stuff she was in like an episode of criminal minds an episode of 90210 like some some actual shows that mm-hmm. aired um but nothing like <laughs> well like sometimes <laughs> sometimes i'm like okay this person was in shows but nothing i have heard of and yeah. so they're irrelevant to me this is like okay nothing yeah. i've watched but mm-hmm. stuff that i like know of yeah. know is like you know big deal of some sort you know mm-hmm. i'm named after someone in 90210 really so yeah i've never seen 90210 neither so. have i but that's oh. <laughs> that's where that's where my name came from um despite my my father's uh insistence that it's named after bob dylan um that is not the way it worked um I should have called you robert yeah and then we also have um josh Rast- west is playing another one of these guys jeffrey danny ackerman is playing another one named stanley and um, neither of them have been in any other episodes of Odyssey. <laughs> so they're kind of irrelevant. But then we do have Matt Hurwitz. He plays both the judge and the police officer. The law himself. Yeah, and he's been in a bunch of episodes of Odyssey playing like every bit character. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think any... Oh, never mind. He was in... There we go. He was previously in... All three episodes of The Perfect Witness. Oh. Um, I think he played one of the goons in that. Or did he play a detective? I think he played one of the goons. He played Mike Roberts, who I... Oh, he's the dad. Oh. He's the dad in those episodes. Okay. Interesting. Gotta love it. So. So, yeah. That's uh, that's that's the cast of our episode. That that Gary Reed poll was, was good, because I felt like i had heard his voice before but i couldn't place it for the life of me yeah but the fact that that's a novacom era right well the fact yeah and right and also jeff lewis like he Mm -hmm. he just he plays good like person who feels like they're of the similar age to eugene and connie yeah which is not a thing that we get a lot of no (laughs) so they've really like triple dipped on this guy yeah well with all that uh with all that context out of the way do you do we have a promo to roll uh you know what andrew we do in fact have a promo and it burns like third degree andrew's retiring from the podcast it's time for him to leave he's seen everything (laughs) i just got rick rolled with john foreman (laughs) all right here's here's the actual promo (laughs) 
Coming up on Adventures in Odyssey, Bernard and Eugene are pulled over by the Colorado police because Bernard is driving too slow. While Bernard tries to fight the ticket and ends up in jail over charges of contempt, Eugene discovers a circle of friends just like himself and is tempted to stay in Colorado. Will our dynamic duo ever come back? Find out on the next Adventure in Odyssey. That was nice. Yeah. I mean, I felt like it was a little plot heavy. Like, I, I sure. do feel like I didn't need to listen to the episode really that much. Yeah. With the exception of the conclusion at the end, which is barely even emphasized by the episode. Like, right. barely. Right. This. So, so I have, I've been formulating this thought, and I'm just going to get it here mm-hmm. off the top. But Go for it. I think at least in these early days... I, I do not understand what Marshall Younger's perspective is. We're going to get into it later. Okay. But he, I feel like I, as far as like the main writers go, yeah. I feel like I kind of get their thing. Yeah, for sure. He seems like a guy who feels like because of his job, he should be making big statements, but mm-hmm. doesn't actually know what the statements are. That's fair. That That is very fair. I think last episode, this episode, and knowing that, like, the second episode he ever wrote was Living Nativity. Oh, jeez, yeah. Just feel, all feel like episodes that are, like, taking shots, mm-hmm. but not in a clear direction or with a clear purpose. No, just shots. And right, <laughs> in a way that, like, I'm like, I don't actually think this is, like, reflective of who you are but more like what you think you should be making as an employee for focus on on the the family family. yeah like and i yeah i don't know i was just i was struck this episode with once again just feeling like huh this like occasionally brushes up against things that are interesting but it can't like figure out what it's trying to say which Mm. is the same thing we talked about last last episode episode. and then when i like looked and was like oh they're both marshall younger episodes i was like is this a thing i can track with him yeah I, I mean, it. I would be curious to see what we gather moving forward. Uh, yeah. Because I, I do have affection for Marshall Younger. I, I do as well. Like, I, I usually think of him in the, like, of, like, the old guard Odyssey mm-hmm. people, McCusker, then Younger. Yeah. Even though, and Younger's not even there for the first, like, three years. Mm-hmm. But he's, like, you know, on the earlier end of things. Um, And so it just... He feels like, because, like, they do, like, in the 2000s, they do the big writing change-up, which is when Mm -hmm. we get, like, Hubler and Buchanan and all the split episode nonsense. And, like, that makes more sense. And I'm, like, I'm I'm happy to call, like, yeah, Kathy Buchanan, Nathan Hubler, like, good contributors to, like, the new era of Odyssey. Mm -hmm. Marshall Younger is kind of this weird in-between where it's, like, he clearly, like had he's got a lot of episodes on the show mm-hmm. but he's not like the i feel like he's just really good at making odyssey episodes if that makes sense like <laughs> like he knows right he under he's he's competent like he's got the like, simpsons part of it down where like he knows roughly how to make a joke and to do a thing and to make it feel like it's moving somewhere 
but he just doesn't he doesn't have the thesis or the ethos to like really make the art have meaning <laughs> he's just like yeah i'm i'm writing an episode because that's my job and i'll put in mm. some jokes and some themes and such and that is that is probably fair <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i yeah he just he strikes me as somebody that wasn't in charge of creating what the show became and was just trying to uh paint inside the lines yeah but yeah so he as he, he comes on in 92, mm-hmm. and he is the first person, he's, like, the first outside writer who then gets a tenure mm-hmm. and, like, continues till today. We've got, like, little blips here and there, and, like, Steve Harris is obviously part of the original creation, but we don't have anyone who who sticks. It's, like, the original, like, Lawler McCusker, like, mm-hmm. 87 dynamic duo. Yeah. Um, with Steve Harris there to get things started. He bails in 88, and then it's, like, we add no new big director or no, no new big writers until Marshall Younger in 92, and then not again until, um, until like, 98. And wow. So, yeah. That's just absurd. We also, we've got Adam Deckard on the line here. Uh, how, how, how are you doing, Adam Deckard? What's going on, guys? Hey, uh, buddy. You're you're on the Wadfam Chalk Pod. Oh, hello. <laughs> Say hi yeah, to yourself. That's what you future. get for cold calling me. <laughs> well, you know, I do what I do. Hello. So, so Adam, this is actually, this is great because uh, you have a law enforcement perspective. So we have we have two two things that we would like to discuss with you. Um based on the episode we're covering so the episode we're covering is called third degree it's part of the road trip and it's an episode in which bernard walton is pulled over for uh going below the speed limit so i i would like i would like two components to this one i i would like hey what's what's the what's the deal with going under the speed limit how 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 frequently is that a thing that we have to worry about and two i would like um i would like an explanation of what the title is referring to because we have no idea okay so um to my understanding under the speed limit is not a problem unless you go so far under that it's dangerous for other drivers would you consider Uh going 32 in a 65. In a 65, a hazard. Absolutely, if you don't have your hazards on, yes. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> had Bernard had his hazards, would have you like? Would have he gotten pulled over? Probably not. Unlikely, because at that point you're doing your due diligence to warn other drivers that you're driving slow and probably have a good reason for it. Yeah. But, okay. You no, know, I mean they could have pulled him over, but like, I doubt he'd get a ticket. Yeah, great. I'd just be like, "Hey, what's 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 the deal here, buddy?" <laughs> this is this is good. I feel like that's how anyone would react with Bernard. You know, you yeah. can't be like, "Hey, man, like, what's the deal?" It's like, "Hey, man, what's going on? Like, how are you doing?" <laughs> Clearly, this isn't what you were intending to do. Right. This like, isn't how you like thought you were, today you were was going to, to go. Break the law, man, like, we just like you. <laughs> we just like you. Uh, and then, do you have any idea what third degree? refers to we were trying to figure out like murder only has a first and second degree and then it just becomes manslaughter right there's no third degree there um yeah but there are offenses that are of the third degree um like there's a misdemeanor of the third degree there are felonies of the third degree um so maybe one of those is contempt of court by any chance 
I don't know off the top of my head. F- fair I enough, fair enough. Could <laughs> look it up, in, you know, the next... 15 minutes <laughs> <laughs> all right all right if you uh if you want to shoot me a text in the next 15 minutes with that answer uh, that I would be delightful my computer right now so. okay all right well we're gonna continue on recording but i look yes. forward to your contribute and uh thanks thanks for joining for love sure you. yeah love you uh, love you watch him talk pod <laughs> amen all right bye buddy bye, bye guys. We need to call people more, Dylan. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if that's anything for listeners, but it was fun in this instance. It was so fun. <laughs> where I just saw my phone was ringing. And it was a law enforcement major. <laughs> well, he's graduated, didn't he? Correct. Yeah, no. Correct. This man has a degree in criminal justice. Yeah. So I, I figured, who who else to ask? Beautiful. <laughs> that's absolutely absurd. I, I, I... I thought that the third degree did exist in some capacity or another, but okay. I, I was not. I was very much incorrect in regards to murder. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I was like, yeah, it's just like a really, really, really casual murder, like really accidental, like <laughs> really just accidental murder. I believe that's manslaughter. No. Yeah, that's third degree. <laughs> third, third degree is where you don't like someone, but you still kill them accidentally. <laughs> like manslaughter is like, oh, I didn't know them or I felt neutrally towards yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. Third, third degree, degree is like, like, I didn't like this person, but I also had no mean, ill intent towards yeah. them beyond that. Yeah. yeah it's like, a fine line. <laughs> yeah. It's like, uh, it's like if you accidentally give somebody a contaminant. And then they die of, like, an allergic reaction. It's like, yeah, I mean, maybe it was an annoying customer, but I sure as crap didn't try to kill him. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Um, Clean your peanut butter knives, everybody. <laughs> so, 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 yeah, as, as we just discussed there uh, with, with Adam, Bernard gets pulled over because he's driving 32 in an area where the minimum speed limit was 40. Mm-hmm. And he is driving slowly because there is altitude because they are in Colorado and his Mm -hmm. truck doesn't do well in high altitude and they are in Colorado. Yeah, that's a a big problem. I don't know um, how they anticipated getting from the East Coast to the West Coast without crossing mountains, but um, (laughs) it seems like a bit of an oversight on Bernard's part. Yeah, yeah, and it and and as Adam explained there, like, if he had put on his four ways, which why didn't he? Great point. He probably would have been fine. Although knowing his truck, maybe the four ways don't work. But <laughs> that's fair. But yeah, we, we had we had an easy solution here, but but it, it it was missed. The other thing is we're in Colorado, and my note mm-hmm. is immediately like, oh no, is there going to be like, are they going to go to focus on the family? <laughs> like, what's going to happen here? Because we already got Bernard listening to Odyssey yeah. in the oh, first yeah. episode, and I'm like, they can't they can't resist the fact that they're Boy. going through Colorado, <laughs> and so we do get like a like, oh, it's really lovely or whatever, mm-hmm. and I'm yeah. like, okay, we get it, guys. You like Colorado, but this is nothing compared to what the official guide has. Oh. So this is what you've been sitting on. <laughs> the original draft of this. So so the, the idea for the episode started with, what if Eugene stumbled upon a town of Eugene's? So, Lovely. fair enough. But then when they decided to set it on Colorado, they were like, oh, we're going to make inside jokes. And the first draft idea 
was that Bernard was going to be pulled over by Dr. James Dobson. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That would have been incredible. That would have been fantastic. I, I would have made this a hundred percent. Like he just pulls, he pulls Bernard over and then starts spanking him. Yeah. <laughs> Why aren't you listening to Odyssey on the radio? <laughs> like what? Don't is, you know that sinner's music? <laughs> like maybe, maybe the joke is that they is that they get Dobson, Dobson to voice the cop. Mm-hmm. That version makes sense. Mm-hmm. But the idea that it would be the actual... Bernard Dr. looks over James and Dobson, it's just Dr. Dobson. Pulling him over is so absurd to me. And, oh. yeah, that he was going to give him a ticket and some life advice. Gotta love it. Gotta but, love it. But... They uh they ended up giving up on that idea because it was pulling it too far in that in a weird direction, and I agree. Yeah, yeah, for sure, definitely a very weird direction. I don't know, like I feel like the only way that that joke works is if you really don't address it. Like yeah. if if the cop's name is James Dobson, voiced by James Dobson, and everything else goes normally. <laughs> like I feel like that's a pretty great bit. Yeah, fair, fair. Also, while we're while we're talking about focus on the family, oh God, Andrew, let me read a text from my aunt. Oh goodness, your aunt, my aunt, who is a um, how do we put it? A uh, she's very um, philanthropic. Oh, love, lovely, lovely. She gives. Lots oh. of money <laughs> to focus to to Christian organizations. We'll keep it vague, but it will not be vague in a moment here because the text is: I met with the development guy for Focus on the Family this morning, and I was telling him about your Odyssey review podcast. Oh, he no. thought that it was great and wanted to listen to it. What's the name? <laughs> Well, if you're listening, it's the Wadfam Chalk Pod, spelled W-O-D-F-A-M-C-H-O-C-P-O-D. I can't believe you managed that. I, I had second thoughts halfway through. <laughs> oh, I, I saw it in your face. I was like, this man got through the first two syllables and then went, oh no. This is a long, this is a long one. There's a lot of letters. So, so yeah, that apparently occurred. Wow. <laughs> So uh, I don't know for focus on what the it means to be a listen. development guy for Focus on the Family, but yeah, you know, uh, now's our chance to pitch ideas. <laughs> yeah. So, so the other right, right. Let's let's pitch. Hey, uh, pay us for this podcast. There's mm-hmm. my idea. What what if you paid some people to have takes that were negative towards you? That feels uh, healthy, right? I like, mean, in in the spirit of this episode, it seems very Christian. <laughs> <laughs> but the other the other thing is, so so we know we know that the uh, that there is at least a level mm-hmm. of I don't think we've talked about this on the podcast, but there is a level of awareness of us somewhere in the Adventures and Odyssey organization because, and I cannot believe this is still the case. Focus on the families, or sorry, Adventures and Odyssey's official Instagram account does follow us. <laughs> what? 
What poor soul is in charge of that account? <laughs> it's so funny to me, Andrew. Every day I wake up <laughs> and I go, I cannot believe that they are following it. What do they think, think they are doing? Yeah, 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 like, yeah. What do they think this show is? Have they what not listened they to it? I... Uh, they must not. But look, here's the thing: is it's not like they like they do follow some other Instagram accounts that mm-hmm. are Odyssey related. Yeah, that makes sense. Or any however, of them satire. <laughs> however, not all of the other ones are like you know people that are more or less propping up Odyssey. Yeah, and to be clear, they are following 32 accounts. Huh. And, like, (laughs) half of those are organizational ones. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Including Focus on the Family, Focus on the Family Indonesia, Bring Your Bible to School, I Am Pro-Life, Plugged In, Brio, Focus on the Family Canada. Like, it's like they're following... Themselves. Right. And then they're (laughs) also following some, like... They're following, like, former guest Michael LaFaver. They're following um, some, like, Odyssey, like, art accounts mm. or, like, news accounts or meme accounts. And then, for some reason, they are following us. They also, I think, are following some people who have, like, worked on the show. Which, once again... Strange. Makes... <laughs> well, that but that makes sense. Yeah. uh... how how are we in the mix i like i i i I love the idea that the person that's in charge of this is just like sliding it under the table and nobody that's like their boss doesn't know right their boss doesn't listen to this podcast but they they resent their boss because they're not getting paid enough and they like this podcast because it kind of takes a little a a, a couple jabs at focus on the family right Uh, yeah i i just like there's gotta be yeah, there, there's, I, I, I don't know. Is it pure ignorance, it's or is someone like pulling one over on someone? Or, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Look, look, <laughs> maybe they genuinely like us. Look, if you are listening, and you are the person who runs the Instagram account, you do not need to. Ing- we will never talk about this again. But send me an email. Please. Yeah. yeah. Like, we will keep it very low key, and between us, you will get no harassment. But I just need to know. Yeah. I mean, I, the I think you're and doing the thing it. is, I, I've been really, like, I've tweeted about this, but I have not done anything, anything else because I'm also. You don't want to poke the bear. Right. It would, really, <laughs> it would really bum me out if they stopped following. Yeah. Because it is just it. the funniest thing to me. Oh my goodness, Dylan. I can't believe we're still here. Yeah, <laughs> I can't believe yeah. they follow us. Uh, I got to explain to a coworker a vague premise of this podcast because they asked what I was doing after work. And when I tell you the sound was crickets, <laughs> they were like, oh, that sounds nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh man! Oh my goodness! So I, I would also, uh, our law enforcement correspondent Adam mm-hmm. Deckard has has responded back to say that contempt of court is in fact a misdemeanor of the second degree, not the third. Get fact checked, focus. So, 
Yeah. Still <laughs> even less third degrees to be found. Yep. It is, uh... Shock yeah. Squad, if you know why it's titled The Third Degree, please explain, because I'm endlessly confused. <laughs> so, um, Bernard gets pulled over and, uh, initially fights the policeman on the ticket because he doesn't understand it. Like, I'm driving too slow, how could this possibly be a problem? Um... And the police officer's like, well, no, there's a minimum speed limit. You know, you, you've got to be able to, uh, like Adam said, not be a hazard to oncoming traffic, pace, right. of, pace of traffic and all that good stuff. And uh, Bernard is just insistent that this is a scam. And so the... Um, right, right. He starts talking about the fact that he's like, oh, I've heard of this. Like, mm-hmm. they get, like, out-of-towners yeah. on these fake charges. And so he, like, decides that mm-hmm. he's going... To, so he gets the ticket. And then he's like, I'm going to fight this in court. Okay, cool. Yep. And, <laughs> and so they go, they go, they go to the court mm-hmm. and the, the, the guy there, like the clerk explains that it's going to be the next day mm-hmm. till they can, you know, be seen. Mm-hmm. And Bernard's like, okay, great. He's, and Eugene's like, hey, Bernard. Isn't uh, it just cheaper to pay the ticket? <laughs> ho- hotel and food for, like, staying an extra day here is going to be more than paying the ticket. And Bernard's like, well, no, 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 but it's the principle of the thing. I'm being principled here. Mm-hmm. So many principles. Not a lot of students, but many, many principles. <laughs> and then the clerk, uh, Bryant, as we, we will go to find out, mm-hmm. uh, oversteps. Oh, yeah. And is like, look, I'm not allowed to do this, but there is, like, legal precedent that you can use to argue your case. And he starts rattling it off, and Eugene's like, oh, yeah, I know all oh, the that, same stuff yeah. as you. And so they go back and forth, and, um, yeah, uh, then... They just the, Eugene and 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 Bryant really hit it off. Yeah, they mm-hmm. have really like cute chemistry. No, very cute. <laughs> At one point, Bernard suggests that they get married. Yeah, <laughs> a joke that I do not think the Odyssey would make in the year 2022. By no means, I don't think that they would do any of this stuff because they. I mean, like they are t- talking down against like police and justice. That- uh, the did uh, the judicial system and like they're not painting law enforcement in particularly positive lights like there's no right. way that this could exist in 2023 <laughs> yeah after dobson himself evicted officer harley from the show <laughs> wait was that dobson yeah <laughs> okay yeah yeah dobson stepped in and evicted harley from the show but like we're still like yeah like we're we're kind of chill with like a <laughs> right like there's like there's cops are annoying yeah yeah but it's not A-ca. i don't know it's cops all, all cops are annoying all cops oh, are annoying, annoying. <laughs> great it, was, it wasn't that great <laughs> no but i'm glad we stopped the episode oh, for it oh goodness. um and so there's this whole yeah, I don't know. The, the, I don't. I don't understand what the point of view of this episode is. It's. I think it might just be Eugene's. Like, I feel like this it, is. A Eugene I think it's. Episode. I think it's trying to do like goofy hijinks mm-hmm. and not giving much thought beyond that, which obviously I'm here for. But it's just like a far cry than from what we get so often mm-hmm. with this show, and so it's very. 
it's very funny. Yeah, funny and strange and and like obviously it's it's away from Odyssey. You know, we have these new environments, new characters. The writers are doing different things, and as previously stated, like this is a new writer working with an entirely new environment. Um, so yeah, it, it does make sense that this this episode would be kind of convoluted. Um, I do appreciate the whole joke about uh, Bernard, that Bernard makes about uh, was it Johnson versus Arizona, and he says the man takes on an entire state. Yes, <laughs> and as as dumb as those jokes are, I don't know. I listened to it three times, and I'm pretty sure I laughed three times. So. Sure, sure, <laughs> sure. It's... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, right, so... <laughs> if it's dumb, I am too. <laughs> yeah. So then, then it, right, Brian invites Eugene over. He's got a group of friends who they all discuss philosophy, and mm-hmm. seeing as Eugene's going to be staying, you know, around, mm-hmm. they go, and they, um, yeah, they, they all sit down, and they start referencing all of the different like yeah um what the, the eugene explains that he's a student at campbell college and then mm-hmm. they're like oh is it named after thomas campbell because then it'd have to be inverse is it named after dip 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 and they start going through all these mm-hmm. all these things never once hitting john campbell yeah who is the musical composer for-, <laughs> for this show and this episode it's gotta I, it must have been just too on the nose i, I don't know i don't know i, I love I that cannot, inside baseball stuff but i just i, I don't know that they would get i think with it. but i think someone because everyone's making obscure references true and true. he could have been like you know no, bernard should have been like oh you don't know my cousin john right, gamble <laughs> right that's what i'm saying bernard winds up doing like referencing his cousin and so it doesn't land mm-hmm. and he's like oh you wouldn't know that person that joke works with john campbell you could also say like oh named after john campbell so it's so like you gotta sing or you gotta like everything has to be written to a tune yeah or what like there's there's a joke there mm-hmm. that they didn't do and i'm just like mildly annoyed because and this is how broken my brain is the two I came up with when I was like, ooh, how could I jump in on this yeah. conversation were Campbell's Soup. <laughs> and I was like, man, I should look up who the Campbell Soup is named after because it's got to be yeah. someone, right? Yeah, yeah. And then it was John Campbell because I there do this freaking podcast. Of course. <laughs> I don't. Uh, I had a chemistry teacher in high school named Mr. Campbell. Mm-hmm. Um, so there, there. That's 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 the only Campbell that hasn't been already mentioned <laughs> that I am bringing to the table, uh, and I would not, <laughs> I would not want to go back to his class. I was terrible oh, wow. at chemistry. Uh, yeah, I was also bad at chemistry. Not good. Not, not it, one it, of my it, skill sets. It's the math of the science world, and I'm not great. No, at math. that's not true. Physics is the math of the science world. Okay, yeah, that's fair. Chemistry is just gross. Like, I, yeah, yeah. I, I had a I really, really struggle with chem- one of the few, like, STEM classes that I struggled with. Yeah, no, that's fair. I really struggled with chemistry, and that's pretty much the only one, because all the other ones that I took, I didn't, yeah, yeah just memorized it. <laughs> it was fine. Yeah, uh, yeah. I still don't know what a mole is to this day. Oh, my I, word. Yeah, no, moles moles were the death of me. I, I, I What like, are they? They're like, oh, it can be this much or this much. <laughs> yeah, I got, there's a, is it 6.02? Is that something mole related? Mm-hmm. Look, I, I got. But moles are also relative to the atoms of which they're like. Sure. Yeah, of course they are. I, I had, I got a, like a, 
what did I do? I think I got like a 12% <laughs> on a mole test. That makes sense. Which then, which was like also like the first grade of the marking period. Uh, so which meant I had a 12% in like- chemistry and I had to spend the entire semester clawing my way back from that. And I think I wound up with like a D or a C. <laughs> That's fair. That's honestly, that sounds like my experience. No, I, I think it was the, a C, but like, regardless, it was no, I had miserable. A, I had a C minus in that class and I had to yeah. do extra credit so I wouldn't fail it. Oh, and I like my overall grade for the year still ended up being fine. But like that semester <laughs> was, was destroyed. Look, Andrew, I'm not an idiot like you. Yeah, I know. Well, your class I'm a is Eugene, also- <laughs> not a Bernard. Your classes also took a full year and I took chemistry yeah. in half of a year, so... Sure, but did you not have did you not have quarterly uh, yeah, probably not. No. Okay. No. Yeah. It, it's fine. I don't well, it doesn't matter. Look, the point I was is, public school. Let's just talk about that. <laughs> this was not in public school. No, no, this not was at co-op. All. Yes, yes. <laughs> you never went to public school. No. You never. were always homeschooled. Notoriously. Um, um so yeah, so they're they're hanging out at this place, uh the, Bernard tries to get away and go find food mm-hmm. and he goes over and he's like he, he, like you can tell like in the writing of it and the performance it's like oh look a woman she'll be level-headed and won't sound like these crazy people mm-hmm. and then she opens her mouth and is just it's just words written for Eugene coming yeah. out of her mouth and yeah, it's exactly. very funny no it is and great look I'm not saying that that's my type, but... I'm saying it's mine. <laughs> I will make that firm stance right here, right now. Okay. Smart Get yourself women. a woman who talks like Eugene. <laughs> Wonder and excitement, you say. Uh, and all kinds of other fun stuff. <laughs> no, actually, Eugene's, Eugene's not wonder and excitement. It's no, the... Uh, uh, Oh gosh, because this we do this get a Eugene, Eugene episode or like Eugene intro, first yeah. one this episode. But he, it's something he like overstates it, and then it's like that excitement that is mm-hmm. is his whole thing. But it's um, exuberation, I yes. believe. Yeah, yeah. Dant dant and exuberation, excitement that is. Very Welcome nice. to Adventures and yeah. I- look. I'm doing the Eugene intro for this episode, so I love that for you. Chalk Squad's already heard it, but mm-hmm. I haven't figured it out yet. Mm. got that trademark weaver stamp of swagger anyways eugene eugene uh performs his his ukulele mm-hmm. and everyone goes wild yeah um he's per- basically the fonz here right they're like where have you been all my life never yes. leave me <laughs> yep and then they and then they say where they're gonna throw on the reykjavik chronicles mm-hmm. which is a movie that eugene adores yeah and he starts being a film nerd about it yeah yeah as though they had not listened to truth trivia and trina where he (laughs) scoffs at the idea of caring about movies well he he only cares about like real like he he doesn't care about gone with the wind he cares about like the silent films of the era that are just like (laughs) shots of water right or documentary yeah or documentary but like I, it's just funny to hear him like gush about like, like cinematography scenes from a marriage sure but he's definitely not seen uh singing in the rain sure he's but he's gushing about the cinematography here and it was just funny to me being like says the man who like couldn't believe that connie knew anything about movies and why would you do that like you know a mere like you know five episodes ago or whatever Did you catch the way that he pronounced montage 
Yes. <laughs> Absolutely, I did. And the montage. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. That was that was something special because it's not even it's not even played for laughs because it's just like kind of something is happening in the background. Yeah. But boy, did it get me. Yeah. Uh, so you, yeah, Eugene just leaves this party glowing. Mm-hmm. Bernard is very sullen. Mm-hmm. Um, Eugene then uh coaches Bernard. It's the next day. He's coaching him on the legal precedents, and Bernard's like, "Yeah, but I could just use the scam argument." And Eugene's like, "No, don't do that. <laughs> we have no evidence, <laughs> right?" And then Eugene, I'm just like, "Why isn't Eugene representing him?" Yeah, that would be really nice. Also, can I, you be represented by somebody that's not a lawyer if it's not yourself? Yeah. I think so. And um, part of the reason I think Adam. so is um, is that you, Eugene does it in another episode. So I didn't look to see if this is before or after. But there's an episode in which wit speeds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Eugene represents him in court. Yeah. And why didn't this just happen? Yeah, no, excellent point. But also, I think it's this is the same that. plot. Very Bernard much. Bernard is too slow, and Eugene's offering legal advice, and that one was too fast, and Eugene was offering legal advice. And both but... instances, it was neither of their fault. Sure, yes. I just think Bernard that... should have his four ways on. It's his fault. That's true. He should I, have his four the, ways on. The, the guy in the cell later on really, like, hits the head mm-hmm. on, on what the deal is here. Um, and I'm realizing now that... I don't remember what the name of the guy in the cell is, but it's either going to be Jeff or Stanley, like Jeffrey or Stanley, because I named those as two of Eugene's nerd friends earlier on. Yeah. And the, one of them has to be the guy in the cell, because I forgot <laughs> he was here. I'm guessing... What if we call him Janley? I'm guessing Jeffrey. Stanley yeah. feels like a Eugene nerd friend yeah. name, whereas Jeffrey, Jeffrey does not, so... Jeffrey has kids that he hasn't seen in six months. Right. And he's so mad, and he yeah. he's, he he gets uh, he riles up Bernard about yeah. the the scams. Look, of, we'll, of the government. We'll, we'll get to it. Okay. We'll get to it. We don't need to jump jump right to there right now. What am I skipping? But he well, because this is the point at which the judge tells oh, Bernard yes. that he either <laughs> that he's scene. got to repair his truck and pay the fine. Yeah, he basically is like Bernard. We're not dealing with any of that precedent. Just tell mm. me the thing. And Bernard's like, look, my car couldn't go that fast. And the dude's like. Then your car was causing a hazard to other drivers. Yes. And so I'm also <laughs> going to require you to repair your truck. Yeah. And this is the third episode in the row in which Bernard's truck has been repaired. I'm not going to name names, but it sounds like a Ford problem. <laughs> I, it's just so funny to me. I am like, this is becoming a real, like, ship of Theseus. Yeah. Of, like, Bernard has set out to r- r- trade his truck in for another one. And by the time he gets there, he's going to be yeah, driving a new truck. truck. <laughs> oh, At least mostly new. I doubt he's going to get any more money for it based on yeah. all the repairs he's put in. Yeah. And so he just, he, 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 like, this just sets him off, and mm. he goes into scam mode, mm-hmm. and the the judge is like, you say anything else, I'm going to hold you in contempt of court. And he, like, mutters something under his breath, and great, like, the judge is like, great, 70, 72 hours of jail time, if you do not pay the fine, you get 72 hours of jail, and your fine also gets doubled. Yeah. I mean, he was not having it. Judge was, judge was clearly not happy. Bernard definitely should have just conceded and paid for it like Correct. just paid for the repairs on his car it probably would have drove up the resale value if anything so <laughs> well and he's still going to have to 
Yeah, exactly. Even even after he gets out of jail, I believe yeah. Yeah. that the paying for like he's got to pay the the government but for he, the fine, but he also for the has fine, to fix but his he car. Also has to fix his car. Yeah. Have you well, I know that you've been pulled over at least once. Yes, cuz you were in the car. <laughs> yes. Have you been pulled over any other time than that? Yes, I've been pulled over twice. Once by campus security, two times in actuality, once okay. with you, once because I ran a red light with okay. a bunch of other friends, including former guest on this episode, Adam Deckard. Hey! Um, <laughs> slide into his DMs and ask about that incident. <laughs> but neither times was I given a ticket. Okay. That's- so, so yeah, at this point, um, Eugene, Bernard goes to jail, Eugene goes to Bryant. And Brian's like, look, his only course of action is at this point is to pay the fine. And, and Eugene's like, yeah, yeah, I, I understand I that. <laughs> um, and then he's like, also, Eugene, I, I was talking to my uncle, and he could give you a job programming computers. So uh, can you go interview for that? And Eugene's like, I mean, sure, I guess so. We Weird. Like, sure. I mean, yeah, I guess I probably would take the interview just for the sake of yeah. experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, you never turn down an opportunity to interview. Mm-hmm. Really? I've, yes. I've, I've definitely turned down some opportunities mm. to interview. <laughs> I don't, unless it is, like, that much of an inconvenience to you in your life. Like, if you just yeah. don't have the space in your schedule to pull it off. Yeah, I think that was mostly my problem. But if you're offered an opportunity to interview, do it. Yeah, that's fair. Well, because especially if you're in that stage and, like, ap- applying for a job and stuff, like, you uh. typically have a lot of questions to answer still even if you're not you like you gain yeah you you gain experience interviewing you see another opportunity that's out there Mm -hmm. and it gives you that data point of oh the offer they made is not more than what i'm making or is more than what i'm making and Mm -hmm. that is or or they don't make an offer and all of those are valuable data points to have True, true also if you're being asked to interview, they want you, and they don't They're make an thirsty. offer. <laughs> um, something has gone terribly wrong. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, that's fair. That 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 is fair. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, and so so we cut back to the to the jail cell, mm-hmm. and Bernard thinking he's is the, doesn't seem to be aware there's someone else in the cell, but mm-hmm. he is there cleaning, cleaning it. Yep. Because He's of course he is. We love it. It's delightful. I can't imagine he has cleaning supplies, so he must just be like paper towel and everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I imagine he's using his own shirt. Like <laughs> this man's really, or he's, he's using a sock. Maybe this guy's really making it work. But the uh, there's another guy in the cell, and he he speaks up and asks what Bernard's in for. And Bernard's mm-hmm. like, "Oh, traffic violation." And he's like, "Oh, what? Well, they the, got you on that scam? scam?" Yeah, and then just turns into a total conspiracy theorist yep um and i think i've seen enough shots of like person in a dark corner of a cell Mm -hmm. like speaks up that i just immediately had an image of what was happening here oh yeah for sure and like some some credit to the sound design but also just for the tropes that we're playing in yeah definitely well he's in court and yeah he's just a complete he's just a complete whack job like he's completely uh just like like he thinks that somehow he's going to change the system by staying in jail yes which um yeah <sighs> right he's like unless he's like, you're Look. nelson mandela <laughs> 
Right, but he's like, right, you can't, you can't pay, um, like, don't, don't pay the fine, stay in jail, and do the thing they don't want you to do, like, have a good time. Yeah. And then, like, right, he's, like, he's on about, like, a revolution and overthrowing Mm -hmm. the system and, like, do you ask them permission? Or did they ask your permission? Right. This guy, I think, I think the joke is that he's, like, uber libertarian. Yeah. Like, I think that that's, like... That that's the 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 trope. Yeah, that but he, on. or or just general conspiracy theorist. Yeah. But here's another thing, and this is a crazy thing to say out loud. I don't think 2022 Odyssey could portray a conspiracy theory in a negative light. No. I don't think that they would be glorifying of one, but I don't think they would be, given their audience, them as an they idiot. would be yeah. able to do a thing where the joke is that this guy is a conspiracy theorist. Yeah, no, no, there's no way. <laughs> because They'd weirdly, be like, huh. the idea of conspiracy theorists is now politically charged. <laughs> yeah. Love, I just love modern news culture. It's so great. I just love the way that people get their information these days. It's the best. It's got no problems. (laughs) And uh, Uh, yeah, Eugene Eugene shows up briefly and has a conversation with him and establishes that he was offered the position and then he like walks away and Bernard was like, wait, what? You got offered a job? (laughs) Uh, But he shows up, Eugene shows up at the the discussion group, the philosophy Mm. group with Brian Mm. and Elizabeth and probably Stanley. Probably. And they they start talking and it's like oh they're gonna watch the same movie they watched yesterday Mm -hmm. and then they like talk about the about the um like this philosophy thing and uh i think it's like a theory of personality type situation yeah or or logic theory or something there's Mm -hmm. some some theory that they're trying to 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 discuss Mm -hmm. and they are all just like so you guys all believe in like this this form of it, right? And they're all like, yeah, of course. And he's like, okay, cool, case closed. And Eugene's like, that's all you're going to do? He's like, well, there's nothing mm-hmm. to debate if we all, like, we discussed it and we're all on the same page. So, yeah, like, well, moving on. <laughs> how could how could we dare influence a duplicity of thought? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. And this is just, I don't know, it speaks to a thing of, like, I don't know. It's, well, it's like... This is also an episode that, like, in that moment is condemning echo chambers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, Which, for like, sure. Well, I think good. it's, like, it's calling uh, – I, I heard it as, like, playing on the whole, like, science community is right. a complete it's echo chamber. It's making fun – no, it is It is making fun of the – of, like, academia, which the show loves to do. I know, but I love academia. But it is <laughs> – but it also is inadvertently or as part of that – just like condemning echo chambers, which I am, you know, a big fan of. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, yeah, I, I just one of like the, I don't know, like I, you know how people talk about like non negotiables in mm-hmm. like a, a relationship. like relationship yeah. thing. I'm going to expand that out as someone who is in no relationships <laughs> to be like a You're friend a thing as That's well. That's a relationship. Oh, thanks, Andrew. <laughs> um, but like. I don't want people who are a part of my life who in no way challenge me. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I I I find it very difficult to strike the balance of being challenged enough so that I'm not lazy but not being challenged so much to the point where like I have to forsake my identity, if that makes sense. Where you have the sense of 
yeah, you don't want to be around people that are just like you because of, you know, just homogenous thought and everything. And it, yeah, it's an echo chamber. It keeps you in that sphere. Um, like, for example, I feel like the evangelical community is a very good example of this in the sense that there's a very large echo chamber within that community of like, yeah, all church is bad. No church is good church. And so like, this is, um, this is the rule, not, not any exceptions. Um, and it's very problematic. Um, but that's obviously just as dogmatic as what you were leaving to get sure. away from. And so it's equally as problematic, sure. at least in my perspective. And, and, and to be clear, that is not a condemnation of exvangelicals as no, a concept, but no. it is right. It is a problem with that community. Yeah, by, um, by no in means. the same way that it is a problem with church communities. Yes, and exactly. Every, so many communities, mm -hmm. but um, except for the ones that I'm a part of, because I'm perfect in this. Yeah, I've pretty much gotten at least nine and a half out of ten. So sorry, but you were you were saying Boy Scouts didn't go over well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you you were saying about like. Yeah, about striking that balance, though. Yes, yeah. It's I would say this. It's incredibly difficult to um, to maintain a sense of independence without swinging too far from one echo chamber to another, and to to establish a sense of personal identity, personal um, like ground, yeah, grounding for your beliefs and and uh, ideas and dispositions. Um, that is outside of the two major camps that you're being pulled into. Interesting. I don't know. I don't know yeah. if that's necessarily what I was trying to say from the beginning, but that's I think you, I mean, I you were talking on a personal level about not, about like not wanting to like only wanting to be challenged to a degree. Yes. Yes. That's yeah. So like, I think that how you're challenged is very important. And how you can, like, guest, uh, former guest of the show, c c hopefully future guest of the show, uh, Nathan Haverstick, best friend of mine. Also the R. Chris. Uh, also R. Chris. On every episode. <laughs> On every episode. I mean, not not literally every episode, but Most the majority. Yeah. Uh, he's very different from me. You know, he was always more introverted. I was more extroverted growing up. And I would say that our relationship is one that has challenged me in very good ways. Hmm. Um, but as far as, like, who do I want to marry? The person I want to marry, I might want to be with somebody that's slightly more similar to me than my best friend was. Not to say that, that it was a bad thing, but, like, there were still plenty of times in which Nathan would need to go off and do his own thing, and I would need to go off and do my own sure, thing. Sure, sure. I mean, we, we want we want similarity. And I don't, <laughs> think, I don't think the concept of challenging needs to be like i need to find my exact opposite so that they challenge me in every way yeah but yeah, i'm like fair. i do think that i do think that if you have a relationship that is not challenging you in any way yeah that that is just at least in my experience is like a little suspect no i would say it's very suspect i i i i wouldn't it's hard to say pride myself on this because it's also one of my greatest insecurities and pitfalls but like i'm always trying to be better <laughs> I, sure. like, I don't yeah, yeah. need anybody Same. to to remind me that i should be better or that i could be better yeah. um just because i'm constantly on myself about that and so there is a certain sense where um having somebody that challenges you is is pushing your mind to go places that it wouldn't naturally go 
um, but but still respects your independence. I think is is important. Sure, sure. Um, and I would say that when Eugene comes back uh, to his friend group after the fact, and he tells them like they talk about the job and everything, right? And they're all like, "Oh, you're gonna take this job, of course." And he's like, "Well, actually, I'm not sure about it." And the more that they right. push him because they think it's the right thing for him to do, the more he's like, "Um, oh, no, actually, yeah. you aren't for me. I don't need just a million more of myself." Yeah, they're really, they're really insistent that he accept this position. He's like, "No, I've got like ties to Odyssey and like people I care about there." Um, though he doesn't name names, which I think is interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, because we are, because we're in this weird. Like, yeah, like Hal Smith is has passed. So like Wit is still technically in Odyssey, but we don't want to name drop him. Correct. Just like, yet. Yeah. And like, and we're not, we haven't at any point in this road trip addressed Eugene and Katrina. Katrina's relationship. Yeah. And so that's like not coming up. And so it is just this like interesting yeah, this interesting moment where it's just like Eugene's just like mentioning vague people back in Odyssey. But they then like Bryant jumps in at this point and is like, no, 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 this should be a purely logical decision. Mm-hmm. The I, You're an adult. Feelings and friends shouldn't get in the way of like <clears throat> your career. And I'm just like, this is this feels like the this feels like the blatant shot at academia, mm-hmm. but it also the only reason that Bryant gave like that Eugene even has this job opportunity is because Bryant liked him. Yeah. And gave it to him, which I mean, I ship it. So, you know, but like, the, the, right. The, the, their friendship brought what if about Eugene goes off and becomes gay. What if that's how they write Will Ryan off? Great. Perfect. No notes. <laughs> the, the thing, the thing that's weird is like the, why does, why is Bryant and the other group insistent that Eugene stay? Mm-hmm. If not because they want him as a friend. But I, I but at the same time, they're yeah. like friends shouldn't get in the way yeah. of like, your life improving and then they right they go on to be like yokels and Mm -hmm. like just dunk on odyssey at large yeah but uh just which i don't get the idea that this place is that much bigger than odyssey no No, i also don't get that impression i and i just oh i have so much trouble with the with the like hey we got to do everything from a logical perspective and Mm -hmm. whatnot because like i am like an analytical person who works in a very analytical field mm-hmm. who makes a lot of decisions based on logic. And I'm still like, if you are not incorporating like human feelings and empathy yeah. into all of your decision making, what are you doing? Who the hell are you? Are like, you a person? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, and not, not to like, not to dunk on the people who don't, have that because a yeah. lot of them are on the spectrum for yeah. one reason or another like there's yeah. there's there's understandable reasons why that human connection might not be important to you but this insistence that eugene should like neglect the more like human feeling side of him for no ostensible reason from a bunch of people who have <laughs> no like deep investment in him yeah is just like it's a turn and it's yeah i i can totally like there's no reason eugene shouldn't walk out at this moment which is what he does mm-hmm. and then 
he goes to the cell where this guy is just continuing to rant about revolution and overthrowing the government and all that stuff. And Bernard starts to like ease up and be like, well, I don't know that we need to go that far. Yeah, I wasn't getting in a revolution. (laughs) And then this guy hits the nail on the head where he's like, oh, you're one of those fakers who's only in here because he got his pride hurt. Yeah. Which, fair. He did. That's why he's there. <laughs> I mean, like, 100%. This guy gets it. Yeah, like, he yeah. immediately figures out. Yeah, you're that... just here because you're upset. You're not here because you actually want to change anything. <laughs> right. And then Bernard tries to give him the impression that he's not seemingly, that he's not prideful, seemingly because he's, like, afraid of this guy. As, like, yeah. Eugene yeah. shows up to then get him out. Yeah. Um. And yeah, then, no, it's really great. It's a situation where he's like, oh, oh, I need to backtrack. Okay, yeah, yeah, yes. I am a child of the new dawn of a red blood right. of angry man. Eugene, please get me out of here. Yes. <laughs> yep. I'm saying the pledge to this, like, anarchy. Yeah, like, it's, it's, it's sounding pretty anarchy. Um, and then, yeah, they both they both go back on the road mm-hmm. and just reflect briefly upon their growth in this episode. Yeah. And that's where it ends. That's where it ends. And Boy. what is the point? We don't know. <laughs> it's I, I I think if you try and read this at anything less than hijinks, it fully falls apart. Yeah. The, the point is, maybe the most point it gets is that there is reason for Eugene to go, like, to be in Odyssey. Mm-hmm. And the premise set up in his initial departure was that this was going to be, like, a soul journey yeah, yeah. for him. Find and your this, place in the world. Right. And this is maybe the component where it's like, okay, he's discovering that, like, there is still a drawback to Odyssey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not a drawback to Odyssey, but like there is something drawing him back to Odyssey. Um, and it's Dr. Dobson, he's towing him back <laughs> in this tow truck. But like, but yeah, it's just, it, it, yeah, they, I don't know. And then, right, Bernard's lesson is that he needs to be less prideful and just go mm-hmm. submit to authority. Yeah, and yeah. Um, it's interesting the the Chris wrap up at yeah, the end, this is what I, where, yep. which is worth yeah. I'm glad that you took note of it as well. She says like it's 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 very important to have people that are different from you or around or something like that, something yep. to that effect. Wow, blew me out of the water. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, because it's the, right, it's the exact same thing I'm saying. Yeah, like that. I'm like I want people around me that challenge me. Yeah, but it also. Right, so much of the way the Christian world is structured is like, let's insulate you mm-hmm. from outside forces. Let's homeschool our kids yeah. so that they can't be corrupted by the world. Mm-hmm. Let's send them to private Christian schools. Let's not allow them to like be out of our sights for more than five minutes. Like, let's put stuff on their phones so that we can see all the text messages they're sending. Yeah. Like, all of those crazy things that are like about controlling the input. Mm-hmm. into the lives of children and then chris is just kind of like yeah but like it's good to be around people who are different and i'm like i yes. mean <laughs> yes absolutely i wholeheartedly agree let's 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 get more of this mentality and yeah. it is just covering episodes like this are that funny thing where i'm like there is like if this episode was made today the only things that would stay the same are like that Eugene and Bernard were together yeah. in a truck. 
<laughs> like pretty I, much like yeah, every right. every other element i feel like doesn't quite hold up no. under like current odyssey standards and like focus on the family marching orders yeah well i mean it's uh, it's almost 30 years old as an yeah. episode like it's absurd you know yeah. in this era of the show how far uh away it is from from what we know now um it's yeah it's truly it's truly astonishing but it's one yeah. that i remembered like as a kid could there not forget uh, Eugene um, meeting a bunch of people that were similar to him, and definitely Bernard going to jail was one that uh, stuck in my head from this album <laughs> and made me want to come back to it. So there you go. I I loosely enjoyed it. Sure. There were, there were some funny jokes. I liked the atrium bit. Uh, that was pretty funny. Sure. <laughs> that's about it. Yeah. Though. Yeah. Well, then that's that's the thing is it is a totally. It's it's the Marshall Younger thing where it's like, that was a fun episode to listen to if I was a kid listening Mm -hmm. to an episode. It would be a fun episode listening to now if I wasn't doing a podcast about it. (laughs) As soon as I start to pull at the threads, I I, I can't figure out what it is anymore to mix metaphors. (sighs) Um, So, yeah. Uh, Gotta love it. And uh, and I, I I think I think it's time to get out of here, Andrew. Yeah, do you um, got anything to promote this week? Don't I you? do not. I oh, I'm sure I do. Right, I watched something good that I liked. Just just pass, Andrew. We don't pass. have time. Yes, yes, we don't have time. We'll be back. We'll talk later. Uh, and with all that being said, we will be back next week for an episode that I've told you off the top. So I'm not going to tell you again now. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs>